This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to uh, Talking Devils. I'm here today with... um, esteemed uh, uh, ex-Manchester United legend, Mr. Gordon Hill. And also joining us today is a renowned Manchester United author, uh, Wayne Barton, um, brought to you by uh, talkofthedevils.co.uk. We're just going to have a have a chat real quick here with Gordon um, and with Wayne about uh, the sensational news yesterday of Cristiano Ronaldo coming back to Manchester United. Gordon, I'm going to start with you as a as an ex uh, winger, Manchester United player. Um, kind of came out of the blue. We we all went to bed. Well, you and I did. Gordon went to bed uh, Thursday night, expecting to wake up Friday morning to Cristiano Ronaldo being announced as a Manchester City player. Uh, I woke up to numerous texts and messages from from Wayne as well, telling me to wake the hell up because uh, he wanted to break some news to me. And Ronaldo had decided that Manchester United was actually his home for the next two years. Gordon, um, I want to start with you. Were you as surprised as I was to see that he, he actually turned down Manchester City and he, he went to Manchester United? And secondly, you know, how good of a signing is this for Manchester United? Well, on the first on the first point that you made is this, this was I surprised? Um, a little bit surprised, but nothing surprises me in football. Uh, it's been like that for a few years now. You, the people are saying, oh, we're going to get him, we're going to get him. You know, Jack Grealish isn't moving. Jack moved. Um, Ronaldo went, you know, obviously he was over at Juventus and everybody says, oh, they're going to go, they're gonna go. he's going to go to um, PSG or he's going to... Uh, the stories that fly out that everybody rants and raves about only happens when it's done. And when it's done, you just go, okay, fine. You know, he's gone back to a club that he's had a, he's been a, a superb player for, been a great player for us all the way through. And to, you go back and you look, you say, well, okay, let's just hope he can produce some of the stuff that he did when he was in his prime playing and, and Sir Alex got him. Um, doesn't surprise me that Sir Alex is involved at United. It seems to be that he's got, uh, he's got Ollie in there. He's got um, um, Darren Fletcher in there. So 
doesn't surprise me one little bit. And you've got obviously Bruno tapping him up in Portuguese. So, you know, you know, well, it doesn't matter if it's allegedly or not. He's talked to him. I can tell you that for a fact. That's a player to a player. I can tell you. It's not allegedly to me. But then if you look at it, you look at Sammy McElroy went to City. Brian Kidd went to Man City. Dennis Law, the great Dennis Law, went to Man City. So whatever happens now, I think for me as a former player, I just go, okay, fine. You know, it's not as though they're going there because they love the club. It's like, look at what they're actually receiving. 25 million a year, two years, 450 grand. Wage calorie slap goes right out the window. 36 years of age. I just hope that he can now show us that he still has enough in there, which is great for United. I think the Glaziers, to me, have got something there that they've done with, for instance, um, Tom Brady, the Buccaneers. They did exactly the same there where they, oh, Brady's washed up, he's in, I finished, goes down there, wins the Super Bowl. Are they trying to reproduce it and say, I tell you what, we've got a little coup here. 25 million we paid for him. No, you haven't. Really, you've paid nearly 80, 90 million with all his wages at 36 years of age. It's, you know, and then everybody say, oh, it's the greatest sensation out. It's at the, for United supporters, it's great to have somebody back that can pass on his wealth, can pass on his experience, can be a, a shall we say, um, understanding of how United is built and how over the years that United have stood for. And I think what we're looking at now, we're going to be looking at, okay, don't expect him to be what he was. He's 36 years of age. You know, he's in incredible uh, shape. And don't. I'm a very big favourite of him. I love him. I love him to death. I love the way he plays. I love the way that he strolls around. But I'm just, I've always got that, I'm always on the air of caution. Mm. What, you know, people may say, oh, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that. He's done it. Gordon, well, um, I, wanted, I wanted to go back to what you said earlier on and, you know, with the comparison with Tom Brady, which is a very legitimate comparison. Um, and the way I looked at this transfer was that, yes, he is 36 and, yes, he's not at his peak, but... Tom Brady wasn't at his peak either when he left the Patriots. But Correct. to jump back to Ronaldo, Ronaldo's peak, like Messi's, is is so far ahead of everyone else that the level <clears throat> that he is playing at now is still further ahead than probably 90, 95% of players that are playing the game. So the the argument there that or you know the comment there about you know Tom Brady is is a prime example that yeah. he went he went to the Buccaneers but his level is so far out there that even if he's not at his peak he's still far better than everyone else so well he's a better he's a better quarterback Dave you know yes. uh, don't forget that that they're protected you know Ronaldo's not going to get protected he's going to have to produce it he's going to have to Show us exactly what you the Italian league is a completely different league to the Premiership. The Premiership, as you know, is an animal. 
and and it, it will swallow you up. We've seen players come in and all of a sudden they have made it. They've moved on. We're seeing it every single day. Players, that, that that's not the issue. The issue to me is is that you got a great player back, fabulous, right? I'm now Does not he broke the dressing room, Gordon. When he walks in there, I mean, when the when he goes into the dressing room, it's obviously got to be wow. We got to be on our song. Let's just hope that carries on. Yeah. Because the young players like Sancho and the young players like um, Greenwood, you've got to look, they, they've got to take as much experience that Ronaldo is giving them and run with it and take it. It's like, uh, you know, I look at it, I say, did they get him back as the club's ambassador on the field? You know, you've got Cavani now. Cavani's been, you know, Cavani's got, got, okay, fine. You've got a couple of veterans there that could, I love Cavani. I, I think that's brilliant. I look at that. What's going to happen to Pogba now, who likes to be the show? So now he's been replaced by somebody who is and has been a fantastic player for Man United. So now you've got everybody having to settle in. Now there's another, where do you play him? You play him up front. If he doesn't produce what what we think he can do, what's what's you know going back to a club is always twice as hard because they remember you from when you was, not from what you are now. Your reputation is now. Then you have to build your reputation. We look at we look at Messi. It's going to be the proof. It's going to be with Messi at at PSG. Is he going to be, if he, you know, so there are, there, are, there are pros and cons to it. Did I like the signing? Yes, I did. Do I think it's going to be for his playing ability? Possibly. But I think on the playing side of it, on the experience side of it, on passing it, he's bringing back a little bit of that culture of, hey, this is United. This is what we stood for. And if they, do, if they pay half the money for him to be able to do that and still be on the field, then it's a win-win situation. I think, or obviously people are going, oh, I mean, I get it all the time. I remember that goal you did. I remember that. Can you produce it now with the game being so far ahead and so fast? It, it's, it's to me, it's like, okay, it's, an, it's another move, a favourable move, a great move. Now you got it. Now, Ollie, you got to make it work. Yeah, that that that's the big thing now. He he's got everything he's wanted. You know, we could argue that we need a defensive midfielder. But Wayne, um, how much of a statement is this from Manchester United in regard to you know signing Ronaldo? And um, we know that the fee itself really wasn't a hell of a lot. It was you know it's eighteen million up front and you know another seven eight million in add-ons. Um, I mean, for me, I would have been absolutely devastated for Ronaldo to go to Manchester City. Um, it wouldn't have surprised me. Like Gordon said earlier on, football has changed. You know, football has changed so much that loyalty isn't really a big thing. But that said, I want to play devil's advocate here. What kind of statement would it have sent out if he actually did sign for Manchester City and we didn't even go in for him? Um, and then I'd like to uh, move on to, you know, the fact that he did sign for Manchester United. And how do you feel that that's going to that's going to push us on um, in a positive manner. Yeah. Um, well, the City thing, uh, if it had gone to City, yeah, for, for all the reasons which Gordon kind of touched on, and any number of United fans have talked about, if, if it had gone to City, 
I think it was more to do with the fact that it was gettable, that it wasn't a big fee, really, for, for a player of that quality. It's not a, a massive investment. So and any club, any club with reasonable resources could have sort of put that together. Maybe not the wage packet, but um, they, they could have put a, a proposal together and suggested it to him. So the fact that he was there available and if United didn't go in for him and City had got him, um, and like you, you both just said there, his ceiling, regardless of him being 36, his ceiling is still way higher than 99% of other players. He's still a, a fantastic player. Um, and still one of the, if you're going to name five players in the world, I still have him as number one, but most people would put him in the top five without question. So if he'd have gone to City, he's everything that City were missing. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that he, he fits Guardiola's style of play because obviously he wanted Kane to drop deeper and do all that sort of stuff like Aguero sometimes did. But Aguero was a very, he was a deadly finisher and Ronaldo was that with cherries on top, basically, and the marketability. They're sort of Tevez times 50, you know, we're really rubbing United's foot facing it here. He was a player that you could have got. He was there for you, but he wanted to come to say all that sort of stuff. It would have been a devastating transfer. I was trying to put a, a brave face on it and say, oh, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. Because you I, think we are where. I think we because are you where. can't control it. As fans, you can't control yeah. it. So you have to prepare yourself for the emotional upheaval. Of, all right, well, it's not going to be that bad, you know. The argument that you just used there, Dave, well, we need a, a defensive midfielder because that hasn't changed. Obviously, that's an area of deficiency in the side. So you start to say, well, we didn't really need Ronaldo. We needed a holding midfielder. So you look at it from that perspective, you, you try and be reasonable. But there are certain players where perspective moves the needle a little bit where you don't think about it. And Ronaldo's one of them because simply, and I don't know how Gordon will feel with this, but I'll, I'll come, I want to. Just to say my point here, because Gordon's comments on Twitter really do come into this for me. Um, Ronaldo's transfer to Manchester United yesterday is the biggest transfer in football history. And I, and I include Messi to Paris in that. That was a complicated mess. The statement that United made, the, the shockwave that it sent around the world, this isn't the Sanchez saga. And I understand a lot of people would compare it to that because it's like United... This is a power flex from United to say, no, we're still alive. And when we can call in for a player, because City could have offered more money. City are the ones saving face at the moment. They're saying, oh, oh we didn't really want him. Um, we, we were trying to put a financial package together. Nonsense. They've just signed. They, they bid £150 million for Kane last week. Don't tell me they couldn't afford £20 million for Ronaldo. <laughs> Obviously they could. But they're just saying that. As I was going to say, that we didn't want him. It's what you do, yeah. it's what you do when the player. Did. So, in going to United, the reason why I say it's the biggest transfer in football history because he's gone with five Ballon d'Ors, five Champions Leagues. He's basically Di Stefano, Puskas of this modern generation. He was at United. Like Gordon said, he understands United. He's a huge part of United culture. He's the biggest example of what a winning mentality means on a football pitch anywhere in world football. And he's come back to Manchester United when Ole is trying to restore that identity. Okay. And yesterday, sorry, Gordon, let me just finish right. on this point because I want to bring it back to what you said on Twitter because it really means a lot to me that you did that because I was trying to articulate it in a way because I was like, if I were you, Dave, yesterday, we had a phone call. We had, me and Dave had a video chat where we were talking. We weren't even joking. For five minutes, we were just looking at each other thinking, 
what do we say? We can't say anything. It was the longest I'd looked lovingly into Mr. Murphy's eyes for a long time. And I couldn't speak. It was, it was getting awkward at one point, Gordon. <laughs> it was pretty awkward. So, because it was such an emotional experience for every United fan who was grown up, um, you know, I was born in 81. Cantona was my first hero. Ronaldo, as I've, I've got older, has been the greatest player of, um, of his generation and the greatest player with talent that I've seen in my lifetime. That's it. You're off my Christmas list. <laughs> no, but in my <laughs> lifetime, in my lifetime. No, he said, I didn't go there. If I was born, if you were, years, four years, four years, and you would have been it. Gordon, you're, you're, you're always my number one. Okay, always my number one. Well, checks are in the post, boys. <laughs> be, be that as it may, right? So, so Ronaldo of this generation, the best player, and everything like that. So, I was like, obviously, like everyone, like you emotionally overcome, not really sure of what it meant. And then Gordon puts on Twitter, it's the connection to the club's history. And I love it because it's a connection to the club's history. And I'm thinking, this is a, a hero. Gordon's a hero to thousands, hundreds of thousands of fans, like of a generation before us. And he's celebrating it because of the connection to the club. I think... I think- I think when we come to like, let's let's break this down. When you come to the football side of it, that's not our argument. There's never an argument. I'm not going to argue that point. So that's so we put that on its own. That's it. But if you look at see what the way that it's been connected, he learned and got his break at United, so to speak, with Sir Alex. He made a great impression. He came, he adored the players. But if you look at United through the generations, you had the Bear, the, the Law, Charlton's and Besties. You had my era here, which was like bringing the club back in, you know, the, the history. And then you had Sir Alex going in and winning the title and taking it for another 20-odd years. And then we had, you have to have that little bit of a, a mishap all the way every 10, 15 years, like um, clubs have it. Liverpool were dominant. Then United was dominant. Then Arsenal was dominant. You have to have that, a club to appreciate what you have overall. And your overall club here has got, number one, if you are playing, if you're paying Ronaldo to come back purely as a playing ambassador, and, and don't get me wrong, playing ambassador, not an ambassador that's not playing, but an ambassador that's on the field. Ambassador on the field that is going to pass his wealth of experience and his know-how of what's happening on a field to the younger generation that United have just spent a fortune on. Now you're looking to say, well, okay, fine. It's now being passed down. I'm not talking football. I'm talking about the reins being pushed and pulled and passed down. When Ronaldo finishes, he's passed on this. When we finish, we pass on to the younger players. And I think we lost our way a little bit and everybody was was having a go at everybody. Now, all of a sudden, you, he's brought him back. If you're bringing him back on the, on, the, on, the, on the money side of it, he's worth that to come back and bring the club together. You're not going to say your Darren Fletchers are going to do that. There's no way. You're not going to say, you're not going to even say your Martials are going to do that. No way. But when you've got Cristiano out there and he's got the red shirt on that he wore for so many years 
and 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 loved it. Now what happens is the fans are now getting more and more together to say the club is now coming back together. You've got Oli there that's being led by Sir Alex, who's always, I can tell you, it's not it's not naivety that they talk. They go over things. It's you know that that's common, and and people say, oh well, I think you're wrong. Well, say that to say that to Tommy Doherty, and say that to Sir Matt Busby, who was the great. Sir Matt and the Doc used to get together and sit and talk. Now you've got the same situation, Ollie and Sir Alex. They get together. Why? They're great mentors, Sir Bobby Robson. And and so what you're doing now is you're seeing Man United, and it's a smart move from the Glaciers who are saying, hey, listen, you can get somebody, we can get somebody. Let's go in for him. Let's bring him back. Let's not let him go to another club. Are they doing that because he's still the best player in the world? Or is he a great personality ambassador for us and he's still playing that's the money value for me i think with that is it's that's a like sort of happy byproduct isn't it really i think yeah. maybe the happy byproduct for them is that he's still the best player you know that he's going to make that elevation one thing he said there as well that i really think is important a lot of people have said over the last sort of year oh like you know there's been this big divide in the united support most pertinently because the crowds haven't been there to show the vocal support for the manager. So sometimes it looks like there's a division against Solskjaer that a certain section of the support um, aren't backing him. A lot of those are vocal on social media. And I understand that. You know, he's not perfect. He makes mistakes. He, he, he's basically well, learning. He's, he's at a club that is renowned for being top. He's at yeah. a club that, that has got the top managers They've recruit. They created. You're not. He's coming in to fill a pair of boots that are so big, right the way through. Not only in the history, but also the football inside of it. It's a, 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 you. We've tried other managers and everything, and it, and it, and it's not worked because they've tried to stamp their authority on it. And you can't change. You cannot change the United way of playing, and expect everybody to say this is great. They're not. They're, yeah. they're just not going to do that. And so when I look at it, I look at a game and I say, is this the United? I look at it. I watch matches. I analyse matches and I sit there and I talk about it. And I say, this isn't United. This is not United. I said, look at the way they're doing certain things. And I think Arsenal have proved it recently. And they're now going through a turmoil. So Man City there, oh, they did. All of a sudden, they bounce back with a 5-0 victory. And now you're looking saying, tell you what, Man City look quite... And then so that you've got Pep Guardiola. And I agree with you, Wayne. They can go in for anybody. They can give you 10 barrels of oil and they've got that player because that's where that... That's that money. So now you're looking and you're going, do we want him? How much is he? It's okay. Yeah, but he's not one of us really. And that's what. And as a manager, I look and say, would he play for us? Would he play for us because he wants to play for us? Or would he play for us because we're giving him a lot of money? And as a manager, that's exactly what you feel. You say, I tell you what, yeah, great. Would you buy him a Crystal Palace for 25 million? 
No, you well, might not because he might not have the personality, won't have the personnel to go around him. Yeah. He's gone to Juventus and he's playing at Juventus, and but you don't, it's not lighting up the scoreboard. So basically, what you're doing is that I tell you what, this might be a little bit of a coup. This would be a great media coup if we could get Ronaldo back. Number one, he knows the club. Number two, we get him for a, a song. And I tell you what, what a great media pressure this would take off of us. And I tell you what, when they said they're going to Man City, yeah, Pep Guardiola, managers play games with each other. I can tell you that. I play games with people. Oh, I'm going to go in for this player. What, what do you think of this player? Oh, I'm going to buy him. And all of a sudden, they all try and queue up for him. But I'm not after that centre forward. I'm after a centre half. And I buy that centre half. So, yeah, but... I, I think City were in for him. I, I do. Yeah, I, 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 Wayne, City are in for every top player around the world. Does it come off? No. Are they going to tell you? No. Are they going to tell me? No. They're going to keep it close to their chest until they do it. But look at Robert Lukaku. Is an example. Chelsea, all of a sudden. Man City are in for him? No. They could have done with him. Then they come in for Harry Kane. Man City in for him? Yes, they put a bid in. Daniel Levy says no. Harry Kane stays where he is. Lukaku comes over. Everybody says, oh, Lukaku's at Chelsea. He's going to do this, going to do that. I'm just saying, time will tell with that man. Because we don't forget, we had him and we've seen him here. So now we've got a, a new situation. We've got a veteran player, 36 years of age, fabulous player, great, um, um, a great asset. Let's use him in every single way possible to bring up our, I'm more interested in your Greenwoods and your, and your, and your Jadens. I'm more interested in them. We've let little Williams go out on loan, who I think is a smashing defender. Yeah. So now you've got your quality. Ollie, don't ask for no nothing else. Show us what you got. Dave, well, let me, can I just have a point before you, I know you want to kick on, Dave. So let me just say one Sorry. little point I want to finish with that with Ollie, um, which I, I think is an important little subtle thing to say, is that where I was talking about the supporter divide, what I was trying to say is that over like sort of that last sort of 12 months where there's been that divide and people have been sort of questioning whether there's a wholesale support for the manager and then we've sort of seen that there is when the stadiums have been full again now people have sort of said in the meantime oh you're only supporting Solskjaer because he was a legend of the club and you um you shouldn't back him in the way that you do you're only showing him that backing because he's a legend of, legend of the club and I've always been like no I'm supporting him because he's he's a manager and you support the manager until the manager goes that's what you do but flip it around will it mean more if we win something because Ollie is the manager and that Ronaldo that he brought Ronaldo back, of course it will. There's no question about that. Of course it will mean more because Ollie is a club legend and he's gone and brought one of the best players the club's ever had back. Why wouldn't it mean more? That's what football is meant to be. How if you are not buzzed for Ronaldo coming back and the fact that Solskjaer brought him back when there's been opposition against him, all of those fans who've been, oh, blah, 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 you know, Solskjaer, I, and Gordon's quite right, there's probably a few who, who've been against the Glazers who are probably thinking, oh, they've done Ollie a favour here, but leave the owners aside for a moment. 
all those that have been against Solly, because I don't think any other manager in the world get, and I'm, I'm being sincere, apart from Fergie, because obviously Fergie has been in his, in everyone's ear to get this done. There's few other managers in the world who get him to United over Solskjaer, because Solskjaer, very cleverly, and he said it multiple times in the past, I don't think always with the intention of one day we'll get Ronaldo back, but he's always said, in my eyes, Ronaldo's the best player ever. In my eyes, he's the best player ever. No other manager really, a few have, but nowhere where he's going to go. Guardiola never said something like that. He fed into his ego. He fed into his ego. And now we've got Ronaldo coming back with the ego. Whether or not that's a good thing, well, time will tell. But I don't think any other manager gets him in. So I say any other manager. Maybe no other manager allows Fergie that amount of sort of say as well. You know, Mourinho didn't like it. He didn't like that kind of influence from anyone. And he wouldn't have brought Ronaldo back. He had the opportunity in 2018 because he went to Juventus. The opportunity was there to, to sign Ronaldo because he was open, open for sale. Um, so no other manager gets him in. So you back Oli because he's gone and done that. And then if we do win something, then yes, it will mean more. It'll mean a lot more because Oli's the manager. Because that's the way that football is. Like if Henri went to Arsenal and became manager and won something and made them good again. Obviously, it means more because of the connection. Like Gordon was saying, you know, it, it runs deep through the club. It connects you to the club again. And I felt a, a million dollars when I woke up this morning as a fan. I was like buzzing. Did that really happen? You know, did it really happen? Yes, it did really happen. And then I'm reading Gordon's tweet and it's like, yes, because it connects the club again. We're all, it's, it feels like it's the club again. Anything that does that, anything that makes it feel connected to its history, is the best thing, the best thing. And Ollie's got his finger on that, whether or not that's directed by, whether or not Fergie's holding his hand to feel the finger with the pulse. But it's it, it's nice to know that it's still in the United system, not, not, not come outside, jumped in, changed it and said, look at me, look what I've done. Well, Ollie hasn't done it. The club, the history of the club has done it. The way that the club moves forward. If they say, if you get somebody turn around and say, well, we're not going to go in for Ronaldo because of such and such, then everybody says, oh, why not? Why not? We should be in. All, every, every manager is interested in it, every top player to get that player as cheaply as possible into their club, no matter who it is. No matter what player it is, you are always interested. You have to be. It's the business. It's the name of the game and it's the business. But if you look at, for instance, with what's happened now, he's come over back to a stadium that is always full. Never, ne you, I mean, you could play a reserve game at United and you still get 29,000 people watching. So it's, it's not that. To me, it's a bit of the club and a little bit of the club that we know as coming back into shape again coming back into shape saying well we've got the best let's now produce it talking is cheap now let's produce it you can't turn around and blame anybody but now ollie show us what you can do show me what you can do for man united and the team show me the type of football i played in show me the type of football that has been played in with fergie and now you've got everything. You can't turn around and say, well, I didn't really. You've got, you know, as well as I do, who you want to shift and get out. Exactly. Clean, clean house. So it becomes a squad that is Man United. Not Oli Solskjaer's. Not Alex Ferguson's. It's a Man United squad. It's there. 
And and to me, exciting for me because you bought a bit back. And now they're going to go out and out. Number one, he brings the media with him. So now the attention is going to be on United. And everybody now has got to settle down and say, right, now you've got to go for the results again. Because I get so much feedback on my on my, on my um, Twitter account about the way that they play and everything else. And I just say, listen, leave it to the manager. They've given him the money. They've given him resources. He's got the best training facility in the world. He's got some of the best players that he's got in the world. Let him put his menu together. If he does not do it, then it goes back to him. But I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, you've got to do this, got to do that, got to do that. No. Now, Ollie, you've got what you want. Now, as a United, former United player, show me. Dave, are you up here? Um, I'm going to summarise the basically the 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 transfer in in, in my eyes. Um, I I I don't see any negatives at all in this transfer, and I'm going to go through a few things real quickly before we finish up here. Um, you know, number one, we're we're bringing back one of the best players in the world. That's what we're doing. Number two, it's galvanised the fans. It's galvanised the club. Uh, number three, um, the Glazers get an extra 300 million valuation out of this because when, when the Ronaldo announcement was made, the share price went up 9%, which is equivalent to about 300 million. So they're going to be happy with that. All he gets a player that, and, and I think this part is really key. These two parts, he gets a player that's as Gordon said earlier on is a winner. He brings in that winning mentality into the dressing room. So everyone starts to raise their game. And then the final point for me is that I think it takes a lot of pressure off the likes of Sancho, Mason Greenwood, um, it, it takes a lot of pressure off them because the sole focus on Manchester United for over the coming months is going to be Cristiano Ronaldo. And I think that's a massive, massive plus for Manchester United um, in regard to the younger players. It takes all that stress and that pressure well, off. That's so. the biggest, Dave. I think that's the biggest. I really? think you should hit the nail on the head. That is the biggest. That is, for me, the highlight of it is for him to be able to get those youngsters and get that get that mentality in from what he's got, pass it on to those younger players because they're the next generation of player. They are the ones that are going to fly the flag. Yeah. And, and if he can do that, then that's a good move and, and, and I'm very pleased with it. So um Thank you for coming on, Gordon. I really appreciate it. Wayne, as always, it's it's great to have you on too. Um, for those that are that are watching, if you if you haven't subscribed, please click on the subscribe button, uh, and you will get many more amazing content with, like this between me and Gordon. And sometimes Wayne will um, add to it as well. Um, I'll it down. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne keeps us Wayne keeps us on our feet. Um, so Wayne, again, I appreciate it. Thank you for everything that you've uh, that you've uh, contributed so far. And Gordon, as always, it's it's always great to chat with you. Always Gordon. Pleasure, guys. It's always nice to see you two together, even yeah. though you're five, even though you're eight thousand miles away. Well, I'm, I'm only down the road from here, so Wayne no, is me. Oh no, we're neighbours, but you and Wayne yeah. are about eight thousand miles away, so you can't borrow sugar. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you very much. I appreciate everything. And uh, viva Ronaldo. Yes. Wayne, give my love to Stacey, please. Will do. Okay. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. 
Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five year warranty. And with a bench full of all star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.